Doctor, is there nothing I can take? I said, doctor, to make me act gayer. I said, doctor, I'm getting a divorce. You put the line on Mm-hmm. You drink them both up. You take the lime and the coconut, and that'll stop the baby. Lime in the coconut, it makes you act gayer. Lime in the coconut, and then you feel skater. He was a skater boy. He said, I'm gay. Welcome to RCR podcast number. What is it? Thank you. 110. Um, it's Monday. Congratulations. No, I like last time when we did the podcast with Joe Ligo, uh, Google AdSense paid out the moment Nick walked out the door and I know I'm a check. So uh, instead of driving down and finding and trying to find EV chargers uh, because I'm determined to make this electric car key at Nairo thing work. I, uh, uh, Nick agreed to come back up here. So we'll then do a podcast and maybe make our money back. I don't know. The Nairo is absolutely wonderful. Oh, thank you. Although, as I said when I was driving it, and sorry, I'm just posting the podcast link right now. Uh, 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 Um, But basically, uh, the... I was hyper aware the entire time that I was operating a machine, which I understand is kind of the purpose of the car. Says Roman's mic is off. Oh, all right. What are you on? The black one? Yep. No, your mic's on. Oh, wait. No. Yep. Wrong one. No worries. <laughs> yeah, now his mic's on. All right. So basically, when I was driving the Niro, and I told Brian this, that I was basically hyper aware the entire time that I was operating a machine in a way that I'm not. Um, when I'm driving my Mustang, because I think there is that sense of like, this is so nice. And Mm. also you're constantly aware of the differences between it and a normal, you know, gasoline powered car. There are none of the sounds and sensations that you necessarily get. There's no feeling of there being any machinery working, even though there is. Someone says Mike's room is off. Mike's room? Mike? My mic, I'm on the one with the Maybe it was, it says working now. Um, I think they were just doing like a a reversal joke. Um, Thanks everyone saying happy birthday in the comments. Um, It's not my birthday, but it's a belated one. So I'm very happy that people are reaching out and it's very nice. It's being 37 is nice Uh, in the sense that, I mean, it's what you always say every time you have a birthday, like another revolution around the sun. I feel no different. Yeah. Um, I have a few more grays in my beard than I used to, and that's pretty much it. So, I mean, what are you really going to do? It's just part of the game. Diego Martinez says, what are your guys' thoughts on the new Toyota GR Corolla hatch? Great. Fantastic. Do you think it'll live up to the other all-wheel drive cars? Yes. Yeah, but- it's a turbocharger. Oh, what's the Amazon truck? Amazon truck. The Wells Fargo wagon coming down the street to shove a big tree branch in my deck. Here comes the Amazon guy. I really should leave him food. They work way too hard for not enough money. Unionize. All you can do is, is all you have to lose is your change. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. There's a whole bunch of fun stuff that's in there. I mean, the Amazon stuff truck is... for me. <laughs> I think I might have used this in a review, but it's the ice cream truck for grown-ups, basically. It totally is. Um, 
uh, an Amazon um, truck should play a song and just be like, uh, you know, freaking it's been a while. Oh, wait, I forgot the windows open. So let yeah. Me not. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. The, the Niro, um, I feel like it is very, and this is the first like grown up sort of thing apart from the forerunner, I guess is a grown up car, even though it's a four wheel drive romper. That is just, I bought a car just to get around. Now, granted, I bought a car also. It had to haul hikers. There is so much more room in that uh, cargo area underneath the floor in the back. Yeah. There's like an extra couple feet of space. And I don't know why the f floor is built up that high. There's no spare tire, but there's clearly room for a spare tire. Plus the little threaded hole is down there. Um, in its... I guess it was for someone else. Oh, yeah. I'm going to check my in. app. The app? I want this. This is good podcast. I want, my just... po I want my packages. It's funny in that there are always, um, oh, Ryan Gallagher, how's Roman's manual shift car doing? It's dead. <laughs> the clutch burned out, so I had to get rid of it. Um, but it accomplished what it was supposed to do, which is made me confident enough as a manual transmission driver that, I feel good doing it. Now, granted, in review situations where we're being lent, loaned, whatever, somebody's car, um, I'm probably not going to get out that far on the road with it just because um, my anxiety will kick in and cause me to forget everything I know like that anytime I take a test in high school of like, mm -hmm. there are things that you clearly know. You obviously know how you know, of mice and men ended. Yeah. Like oh, who's the one that dies in the end? And then yeah. you're just sitting there looking at a blank piece of paper, trying to figure out what you are supposed to write. And mm -hmm. it's just gone. Was it George? Was it Lenny? Like, fuck. So mm -hmm. yeah. Um, am I looking into another manual car? Um, not at the moment, but only because, uh, I mean, I'm not in a position to really get a new car right now, but if I were to get another manual car, it would probably be another like sub $1,300 junker that where if it does die or anything like that, like I don't, it can just go like it can be gone. Yeah. And I don't feel like I've lost anything in, I don't feel like I'm coming out in the negative on it because I will have gained something in the transaction right. that, I mean, I would have had to have paid for a hundred lunches and a hundred, Hey, let me fill up your tank type things. Right. Um, Oh, so now this person is coming out with the Amazon box as if to suggest that it was delivered to the wrong home. Hmm. Now I feel like the nosy neighbor from Bewitched. What? Is it the neighbor coming yeah. out with the Amazon box? Like yeah. Now she's going to the other house there in the backyard past that tree. So, oh, look at her go. Look at her go. No, I just checked my app. My stuff says it's arriving tomorrow. Ah. Yeah, I have stuff coming tomorrow too. Mm. Yeah. It's like grown up stuff, like a fucking shower curtain. <laughs> There's and, nothing and, more grown up than, <laughs> you know. Are you supposed to wash shower curtains, put them in the washing machine? I don't know. I never have, but I keep them for half a year and they get disgusting and I throw them out. Well, do you uh, close the shower curtain no. after you're supposed to? Oh. That's why they get gross. Or at least that's what I read. Like, it, mm. you're trapping all the moisture there okay. and it just stays. Whereas if you spread them out, they dry more okay. naturally or whatever. Do that then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, new camera car mount. Pants. Pants? And shorts. Damn, I need to get new pants. 
Yeah. Or rather more pants in the sense that the only <laughs> pants I have are jeans. I don't really have cargo pants or freaking khakis. I think I have one pair of slacks. Slacks. Yeah. So it's just something where I have to vary my wardrobe more so than not at all. But here we are. What are you going to do? Um, John Callahan doesn't have a question, but thank you for 10 euros. Thank you thank so you. much. Um, Caroline says new driver in upstate New York. Congratulations on being welcomed into the driver fold. Um, would you recommend the 2023 Subaru Crosstrek premium? Crosstrek Premium is a fine car. Like they say, it's not a no. I gave rides to hikers today. I told them I couldn't pick them up later today because I'd be doing this. And then I had to have the talk about, what do you do? I'm like, well, I'm a YouTuber. A what? I'm like, oh, <laughs> you guys are old, huh? Uh. So, and then like, well, I've been looking to replace a car. And this is a guy with a Ford forerunner, a fourth gen. With the V8, that's the one you keep. And he says, but I want to be eat more economic, uh, like like kinder to the environment. And I wanted to tell him, like, look, keeping an old forerunner that's going to keep running and running and running. Now, granted, his had frame rust and he had two dogs and the dogs like chewed up the interior. I mean, it's still worth something because it's a forerunner. But and then he's like, what about this? What about this? And I need a tow and this, that and the other. And so like all things, we come back to Toyota. I told him RAV4 Prime, but he already picked RAV4 Prime. So great. Done. There you go. RAV4 Prime and then, I don't know, a Yaris for him. Like they're replacing their cars. Uh, Kevin Romano says, thank, uh, thank you for blessing my fat ass grand marquee with this uh, surprise podcast. Never caught one live before. Oh, well, welcome to Mercury a live grand podcast. Marquee. They are riveting. Um, happy late birthday, Roman says oh. bong juice. Thank you, bong juice. Bong juice. Bong ju that is very satisfying. Bong juice. B bong juice. B bong juice. I wish I had a repeater. We could just bong juice. It's I, so hot. God damn it. Bong I, <laughs> juice. I feel like someone with a lot of musical talent could bong be able to take the mm from earlier and bong juice from bong now and create a very juice. satisfying mix. Bong juice. There's this term called hiker brain yeah. or hiker fog when people are hiking for such a long time. And I guess it applies to cardio too, is that they're out in the woods. They, they don't even remember like what town they're in, where they are, what road is this, what anything is. And I'm no longer picking up at the corner of uh, Port Clinton Avenue and, uh, Oh, 
PA Highway 61 because people whip around that corner and hikers are so out of it, they stand in the middle of the goddamn road. And I'm like, get out of the road, get out of the road. And they're like looking at me like I'm speaking another language. Get out of the road. Cars are not going to stop for you. Someone's going to get run over. So now when people come, it's like, hey, we're at this. I'm like, guess what? You're hiking back to Portland because I'm not picking it up anymore. Too many close calls, cars whipping around the corner. I shouldn't say it like that. I said, uh, that's a very sketchy place to get picked up. I will pick you up either at the Port Clinton, uh, uh, Port Clinton Trailhead or the Port Clinton uh, Post Office. Angus uh, with, I guess, Denmark dollars or DDK something. Who knows? Just says bong. And I can't slouch anymore in this hardback chair. I can't wait. Really, this is what I should be doing this week because uh ted stoltz is uh i hired him to edit oh cool uh the the fast car and so he'll take care of that so really my week is kind of open and what i really should be doing is trying to find chairs and working on the set in the other room all right uh, i mean if you want we can even write remotely this week give you more time Nah, i want to sit in a nice air conditioned yeah. <laughs> place coffee house I, i'm nice. like morgantown coffee house or something like that just, yeah that sounds know, charge good up the nairo and um yeah because they're pretty good and i like their their burritos and stuff so their coffee it, isn't working yeah i hate it when it doesn't hit it like it's supposed to i mean half this cup is milk because mm. i didn't want to like drink coffee for thirst oh yeah like and then you get a headache I've been there ben, before. Ben came by and offered Ben beer. And uh, uh, Danny J just says hype with an animated thing. Is that a hippo? Hippo hype. I think it's a hippo. But for my area, it immediately looked like the ultimate warrior. Nice. I'm just... Gosh, I remember this one guy in the neighborhood. He really liked the ultimate warrior. And when he got, this is like elementary school stuff. Yeah. <laughs> When he got mad, he would do the ultimate warrior like power up or whatever that thing like, he did. Where he just like shakes. The yeah. That, and then he'd like punch me. Not like punch me, punch me. Punch, punch. Things. The kid had anger issues. Yeah. And, when you, and if you met his mom, you'd figure out that, oh, she's messed up. Uh, so, so, and this kid like had like, I guess they got divorced at some point. Like there was, he had a dad and then he didn't have a dad. And, it's like you're one of the only people I know who like was raised by his mom and doesn't have like issues with like a warped sense of masculinity, like a hyper masculine wanting to punish people. Oh, yeah. Like a revenge, revenge masculinity. I caught eyes with this this guy in this Ram yesterday because I was driving my forerunner and I noticed I, I think differently and I feel differently in the Niro, like in the in the Niro. I know I'm, it's not a fast EV, but it's still, what are the numbers for the Niro? It's like 201 horsepower and how many pound feet of torque? People in the comments will probably get to it faster than I can. Niro EV torque. Uh, 291 pound feet. Ooh. Shit, that's like almost 300 foot pounds of torque. All right, <laughs> so now I'm happy. That's so, like 
That's fantastic. Um, so yeah, I know that I could out accelerate most other things. And like from jump, I mean, the Nairo starts falling on its face about 65 miles an hour, but it rips right up to that. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, you did enough with this. I'm a commuter car. I'm not a Tesla. So chill out. <laughs> so, uh, someone says Nairo low key Fiesta ST. Yeah. I mean, pretty low much. Key? Um, good, good comparison. So, so I like driving. If someone's right on me, I know I can grunt away from them at any moment unless we're like already on the highway. And by that time, you know, there's two lanes and people go around. But it's like like the road we film on is like two lanes and it's one lane and it's two lanes and it's one lane. So this guy in this Ram was like right up. At, but with my forerunner, you know, you go a speed like once you're up in fourth gear, whatever speed you're going, that's pretty much what it is. So we're going uphill. Or we're going someone and it's like 55 funds over yeah. in that car. And uh, it doesn't accelerate. There's bits in uh, RCR videos where the forerunner is just flat on the floor. Yeah. And like stuff's pulling away and you're like, back off. Yeah. Like, back up. Well, I mean, that's why. Or, or cars, when they get into, into do the fast and to do the, uh, the money shot, they immediately start accelerating and we're foot to the floor and the forerunner is like, back off. That's why I changed the explanation to when you get into the other lane, maintain whatever speed you're uh, doing as yeah. long as it's safe to do so. And if there are others coming, we'll just say, Hey, fall back in behind us. Cause yeah. you know, we don't want to disrupt anything, but yeah. also it's just like, just maintain that speed because odds are, we're not going to be able to keep up. Yeah. Now we didn't have that problem last time we filmed, yeah. filmed but yeah. we did for stuff like, um, I don't know. I want to say the Cimarron wasn't really anything we had to nah, worry about. We were fast. Uh, the four yeah. was faster than the Cimarron. Yeah. Uh, Corvette, but that was Greg driving it. Mm -hmm. It was something that I think the GR86 went kind of fast. We had to tell him to back off a little bit. Um, so anyway, I'm in the Forerunner and I know I'm projecting. Yes, because it's not the Ram I'm angry at. It's not the guy I'm angry at, even though he was driving his truck like this, yeah. you know, head in the center of the truck doing that lean over. I'm really projecting onto him my fears of aggressive males calling me. F word. Yeah, the F word, <laughs> um, the FG word. With in intensity yeah like fists are following this if you don't prostrate yourself before me or or let me screw with you a little bit and then know that i can mess with you at any moment and the teachers aren't going to do anything yeah uh that type of childhood fear is what i projected onto this guy in this black on black uh ram pickup so to be passive aggressive i pulled half over into the breakdown lane yeah giving him even more room to pass me even though there was another lane just go around me you bully and then i just gave him a stink eye and we just we both sort of looked at each other and then he went on and i was there in the slow lane thinking well what was that all about? 
knowing that I'm driving a third gen forerunner with chrome steel bumpers and he's in a modern Ram. Yeah. I'm tougher than he is in this. And still, uh, childhood trauma is what it is. It, well, yeah, it lingers uh, in that way so that you end up refighting that war on various different theaters yeah. of combat mm -hmm. and the road being one of them. And the thing about it is that you never know what people are dealing with on the road, irrespective of what you're going through. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's like, it comes back to that masculinity thing you were talking about earlier. I mean, granted, I don't, I never moved into toxicity just because I was raised by like my mom, my grandmother and my dad's gay best friend. Like that mm -hmm. wasn't necessarily the thing where I felt like I was overcompensating. But what did happen was that um, I felt very much like I was catching up for lost times in terms of like my masculinity once I sort of got into RCR. And so mm. we, uh, I was kind of like doing the speed run of becoming more of like a man, I suppose, mm. and driving the, but I suppose like the Mustang is almost kind of an extension of it, even though I've always kind of wanted one, but mm -hmm. even that, even the Mustang I got wasn't necessarily the, the most, you know, mm -hmm. powerful one. And so you end up in this place where you always feel like you're compensating for something, whether or not you take it out in necessarily toxic ways. So I don't know. Have you thought about uh, Betty's replacement? We were talking about that last week. I have not in the past like few weeks, if mm. only because it is a situation where like I'm not in a position to get something better just yet, but I want to be. And it's just something where I, I feel like my priority, my priorities, I suppose are elsewhere. I just do. I guess I just don't want it to be a lateral move, I suppose, where okay. I'm getting something the same or worse. Um, uh. But I realize also that I'm in a place where that might not necessarily be the option. So I'm keeping my mind open to all possibilities that allow me because I paid 4,400 for Betty. I don't mind saying that. And so yeah. it's, it's whatever. Um, it's fantastic. It's fantastic for that price. And um, considering like I had basically no problems the first two years, Yeah, like any problems that happened were basically my own or rather no problems that I didn't know about ahead of time. Like the rear defroster, yeah. like when we, uh, cause Brian came with me to kind of like check out the car because like I never, this was like the first car in my name that mm. I was going to be completely mine. And, um, fully paid off only name on the title, but it's one of those things where like, I've never been through that process before. Mm. And rather than a private seller, I mean, it was a used car dealership in the sense that it was like someone's gravel lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's one of it, little yeah. Um, and you know, my immediate thought is like, okay, this is sketch. I need someone who's done this before with me or who knows a little bit more than nothing to do this with me. And so mm -hmm. Brian came and it's funny because it's like, you ended up doing that like for my mom too, which she's still very appreciative of, even oh. though she ended up going in a different direction. And you offered to do that like just a few months ago with my girlfriend's uh, new car. And luckily, mm -hmm. like we ended up finding something from the dealership that we did the Callaway Corvette at. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was one of those things where, um, and no one there like remembered anything. It's fine. But uh, I think it was different people anyway. <laughs> right. So, um, 
yeah, it's always nice having someone far more knowledgeable about what things are supposed to cost. Because <laughs> I think yeah. there's a part of a thing where, you know, I would do terribly on the prices, right? Because I just have a an economic blindness toward what things are supposed to cost. <laughs> so that when it comes to the showcase showdown and they just have that, you know, it's a trip to Greece and a freaking, you know, yeah. uh, uh, wave runner. Yeah. And oh, the fuck am I going to do with a wave runner? Like, they don't even give you the boat to it uh, no, 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 or anything. You, no, tra- like a trailer, but you don't have no, to no, hold no. it or, and then, you it's, know, you're, you're, you're from Norristown, Pennsylvania. Where am I going to park a wave runner trailer? It's like, they're not going to release it to you unless you pay the taxes on it. It's like, I don't want to pay 16 grand to get a Hyundai Sonata and a trip to Greece where none of my meals are comped and freaking, I mean, I'm sure it's great in theory, but you know, it's, I don't know. And so I'll end up, you know, saying uh, 44,000 or something. And it, the whole grand total ends up being, you know, maybe like 30 grand or whatever. So that's why, you know, I would be terrible on a game show. Even though, like, I always, I always wanted to go on Survivor ever since I was like 15 years old. But I, I understand my limitations now better than I did before. To the where I don't really send in audition videos anymore because I just know that's going to end badly for me. So it's, it, and it's true of every game show. That and like, I just don't, I don't know. I, eh. I'm looking. I'm looking at Mustangs right now. No, it's cool. I was actually looking at this article that Jalopnik posted that is um, possibly of your interest. Avoid these airports if you want to arrive at your summer destinations on time. And one one of them is one of them Philly. Thankfully, no. Like Ah. we actually avoided it. But um, let's see. Orlando International Airport is on there. Um, Sydney Kingsford, which is uh, Australia. Um, okay, if you want a decent Mustang now, you're looking at fifteen thousand. I am not good for it. All right, <laughs> but I mean, it's a thing where it doesn't have to be a Mustang by any stretch of the imagination. Oh, good. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to necessarily like. Okay, I've had my experience with the Mustang. That's fine. It doesn't have to be an S197. It doesn't have to be another SN95. It doesn't have to be a you know post 2015 Mustang doesn't have to be a Fox body because there's already a Fox body on my block. And I can't imagine anything I find will be nicer looking than that, even though that should not be, and is not a consideration. I just kind of, you know, whatever, uh, (laughs) gobbling up everything. Ronald Reagan, Washington national airport. Is that someone like Dulles? Um, mm, I don't think so. But it cancels 5% of all flights that are booked. Just kind of a big number over time. Freaking Newark is on here. Newark Liberty. Newark Liberty. Hey, fellas, taking my first familiarization flight next week. Any tips on being the best possible guest in someone else's plane? So I'm on the subject that's of like light aircraft. I'm seeing interesting artifacting. Artifacting? On, on my end. I wonder if it's the screen. Yeah. Or or that. Uh I don't yeah, oh I see it. Yeah, there it is. So yeah. It's it's our connection. Let's see. Or it's the old webcam that they're gonna be replaced when the new set when I build it over there. Uh any tips on being uh guests in someone else's plane? Yes, ask before you touch anything. 
Mm. And if you don't know what something does, says, what is this and how does it work? Yeah. Ask before you put your hand on everything and ask permission before you do anything. That's it. Otherwise you're good. Yeah. Um, Millennium edition, uh, 56 says happy belated birthday. Roman. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. I appreciate that. Uh, my 2007 V6, uh, just shot up in value to like 15 K. Hell yeah. Yeah. But what kind of condition is it in? It's probably, probably great. Probably if, great. If it's the six MT probably awesome. Probably. Someone says it looks like VHS. It does. Oh, that was one thing I wanted to add to my Amazon order was one of those old, little standalone, uh, VHS rippers. Oh uh, yeah. To go through old VHS tapes at my parents' house. So nice. I don't have to drag a computer over there and just use their v VCR. Um, I wish I could find the old VHSs that I used to shoot with my camcorder that I had late high school, early college that um, I had so many home movies on there and now I don't know where any of them. Oh, I actually gave some of them to my best friend at the time because I'm like, I'm never going to use these. And now I'm like, shit, I could actually use these just because mm -hmm. of the hilarity of what it was like being a, a really dumb teenager in the late 90s, early 2000s. Mm -hmm. So it's just capturing all of these memories I probably forgot I had. So, mm. Andrew Palmer says, happy belated birthday, Nick. Happy to see everybody. I am mm. curious if you've ever been to compare an ND1 versus ND2 Miata. I don't know the difference between these two versions of the, of the fourth gen Miata. Is the ND2 worth the premium? I drove a 2019 RF, Oops. RF. The uh, RF uh, via Turo and it was pure joy on wheels. I don't know the difference between these two versions of the ND Miata. So I'm sorry. I don't know what to say other than they're both probably fine. They probably drive just like a Miata, don't they? Um, I'm, I'm looking up. Uh, so this one says between ND1 and ND2 two liter engines, power and torque curves are nearly identical under 6,000 RPM. The ND2 motor produces all of its extra output above 6,000 RPM and maintains those gains well past 7,000 RPM. It's an engine that loves to rev and rewards you when you run it to redline. And basically this tells me nothing. No. Okay. So, so how much more power? It, it, it's like an AP1 or an AP2 S, S2000. Yeah. Only the super nerds care, care, care about the difference to everybody else. Hey, it's an S2000. That's awesome. Or everybody else. Hey, it's a Miata. Fantastic. Um, if it's, if it's anything less than like 30 horsepower, it's not going to be that much. You're not going to feel it. Um, apparently this person says that there, uh, the difference is that the ND2s can't be tuned yet. Okay. It's okay. Whatever. And the All ND1s right. are far more affordable. Uh, so, uh, but I yeah, I normally err on the side of if it's if all else is equal and save money. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Because, acquisition. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently like, uh, and this is another news thing. New car prices average 48,000 for the first time mm. between June of last year and June of this year. Average price of a new car jumped 12.7% oh. and just 1.9% in the last month. So I say there's some audio tearing as well. Hmm. Interesting. Well, it's probably our connection then. Probably. I mean, yep. we are expecting a thunderstorm, or at least back where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And if I'm expecting it, I imagine here. My internet was going too. up and down yesterday too. Everything's getting cooked in the heat. Pennsylvania yeah. isn't used to not like sustained 90 degrees. Let's look at the weather. Let's all look at the weather. Let's 86 look. degrees. Gonna go up to 90. 
and stretch out my balls. Yeah, it's definitely like, yeah, it 86, but does, is it really 86? What does it really feel like? <sighs> like for those people who know we're in a room with no air conditioning. It's like the air conditioning that's in my house is in the two bedrooms. That's it. That's where the air conditioning is. Chance of rain, 10%. Humidity, 60%. Feels like 91. Doesn't feel like high enough. Visibility, 10 miles. UV index. Yeah, so it's going to like try to rain every single day. Uh, people are calling for the national weather radio voice. Hmm. And now your current conditions. At RCR Central, it is 86 degrees. Sunrise was at 5.55 a.m. Sunset will be at 8.26 p.m. Chance of rain, 10%. Humidity, 60%. Winds, west-southwest at 8 miles an hour. Heat index, 91 degrees. Precipitation today was at 0.1 inches. Pressure is holding steady at 29.86 inches of mercury. Visibility, 10 miles. UV index, 6. And now the weather for Cincinnati, Ohio. Currently, it is 82 degrees. Sunrise was at 6.33 a.m. Sunset will be at 8.56 p.m. Chance of rain, 30%. Humidity, 59%. Winds, northwest, at 7 miles an hour. Heat index, 88. Precipitation was at 0.1 inches. Pressure is rising at 29.97 inches of mercury. Visibility, 10 miles. UV index, 7. And on Tuesday... 80% chance of rain. High, 79. Low, 68. And now the extended forecast for Cincinnati, Ohio. Wednesday, thunderstorms, 60%. High, 86, with a low of 70. Today, partly cloudy. High, 86. Cloudy tonight with a low of 72 degrees. Kiss me. Thrill me. Tease me. Punch me. No. No help. No help stop. No help stop drawers. What's the word? Thunderbird? Ow. If you don't stop, I'm calling the police. Gurgle. Bust. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. You really do have a gift in that. Like, I wish some really clever programmer could kind of reprogram like an Alexa to just sort of like tell me the weather in your national or in your <laughs> weather channel voice. Because it's just, or wait, no, that's not a... Weather Channel didn't do voices, did they? Or is that just a national yeah, yeah. weather radio uh, voice? No, they did, yeah. yeah I, I mean, uh, God, that's, that's, I wonder if we get 
clock. Is it all in my car? Or do I have some of the old radios in here? Hmm. Our old radio, all radios normally. Yeah, there's one. Oh, but I only have. Ah, shoot. Wait, will this thing run off of. Is there a battery here? Is there a battery pack here? Ali. I don't know. I can run this thing off of a battery pack. Then maybe. 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 Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> maybe she was born with it. Let's see. This person asks, gents, in your opinion, do most heavy clutch V8 always require less shifting? I.e., that's why Honda's. Honda SI and R Civics are more fun with more shifting. Um, maybe. Come on, work. Come on, work. No. I mean, I hadn't actually heard that uh, explanation before, but it actually kind of tracks in some regards. Where am I? I can take a maybe out of the, the nightlight. The night bright. Wait, if I get the power directly from the UPS, will it work then? Was it just the battery pack that doesn't work? Maybe. We're just throwing the word maybe around here. Oh, that's unfortunate. Some AAA batteries. And I need more water as we provide more riveting radio. Let's see. If you're going out to the kitchen, could you fetch me a seltzer? I could. Thank you. These are the old radios that we used to use. We bought them at a Best Buy. I think like while we were on a shoot or something like that. Please have enough power just to listen to NOAA radio in this. Thank you. You're very welcome. Come on, work. No. It's like now I'm determined to listen to NOAA radio, which means I just have to go out to the forerunner and get the real radios. Uh, I mean, I'll hold down the fort here and keep people. Happy birthday, Roman. Good luck. Have a good lunch on me. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. Happy birthday. I'm trying to sell an 83 Datsun 280ZX2 Plus 2. Biggest problem I'm running into is that it's an auto transmission and everybody's been interested and loses interest when they hear that. Any tips? Yeah, take a whole bunch of really good pictures. And take all pictures of documentation and put it up on cars and bids. No reserve. All balls. <laughs> what are you scared? You got something <laughs> worth something. It's, a, it's an 82 Datsun. It's amazing. Someone will buy it for the actual for the market price. You want the market price? Take the best pictures you can, cars and bids. And I'm gonna put these in the charger and go out and get a real radio. Go for it. Boris T.S. Karloff, today's a good day to podcast. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Same to you, Dirk Diggler. Uh, thank you so much. Um, 
need to find someone with one leg to buy it. I, I mean, I genuinely wonder, and maybe I'll ask him when he gets back from the garage, if there is ever a scenario in which Brian won't default to telling people to go no reserve. Because I do think there is a sort of... Um, a sort of daredevil aspect to going no reserve, but yeah. Uh, Hey, Reagan Roman favorite ween album slash song song. Uh, it's going to be all right. Um, I actually did it for as an RCR parody song, but it's funny because so many of the parody songs, I don't actually remember, but I was thinking about them the other day for whatever stupid reason. Normally I never think about those things, but sometimes I actually remember the parody better than the original song. And I have to actually think to remember what I based it off of because the parody songs, despite being jingles would take me a really long time to do. So, um, over time, like they just got embedded into my brain. And so, you know, now this probably isn't a great example, but, um, the super Mario two theme being used for the, um, Daihatsu that we did overseas. It's always easy to remember because it's like Daihatsu quarry ovens auto TR double XR four. That's the kind of car we're crossing the Atlantic for, but it's something where I just don't remember some of the other ones. And I remember, I, it took me a second to remember that one of my favorite Tom Petty songs is freaking um, hard on me. And I'd forgotten about it. And then I remembered that I did it as an RCR parody song. And I don't even remember the car we did it for, but whatever. Uh, it's good times. But yeah, Ween, I would say it's going to be all right. And um, Parking. 
That's good. Yeah. Um, we have a, uh, oh, where did it go? Um, a quest. Keep that in the background. Probably. Um, the, uh, so, uh, we accidentally skipped a super chat. Uh, yeah. Is a pretty good one actually uh, from Chrono Tango with this new that yeah let me learn how to talk um, with the new Stellantis Turbo i6 coming do you think we'll see more manufacturers move towards turbo manifold and headcast as one piece uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I I'm think it's searching I have it on auto search and it's not doing anything yeah I want to get it back off the. I do think it's a possibility. Um, I'm going to get it back off the weather channel and or NOA radio and put it back on just regular. There we go. Okay. Oh, just the regular channel that we use. Yeah. Normally we use channel. This. All right. This thing is on channel. I'm going to leave this on channel one at like full volume just to see if that thing goes off. So with regard to the new Solantos Turbo i6, uh, do you think we'll see more manufacturers move towards Turbo Manifold and Headcast as one piece? Um, It all comes down to the almighty dollar. If it makes more financial sense to actually do that, I mean, I imagine more companies would, but I don't know that it actually is more financially viable. Um, I don't know. It's, it sounds like a complete roll of the dice to me. I wish I knew uh, more about whether or not it's actually a cost-cutting measure. I would imagine it is, but I don't know. If it results in shittier quality, then... Matt, I was playing with a two-way radio. <laughs> And not like a Bien Fang thing that you're supposed to have like a uh, a license for. This is just like a Midland, like you're on a construction site radio. It's just the radios we use, but they have NOAA weather on it. And we we're just listening to the radio, the weather channel. And then I like had a bunch of it on to see if I can listen to anybody else. I'm talking on like channel one and two, but then I'm like, I don't want to run the battery down because we need them for work. And honestly, what kind of eavesdropping are we really going to get at right. four in the afternoon on a Nowhere Monday? Nowhere near. I should just save that next time I'm near Lowe's and just turn it on and scan channels and find. Of course, what that's just me clicking <coughs> with people at a retail store as they use their radios to try to talk to each other and somebody else is on the channel and I baba booey, baba booey, baba booey. <laughs> or even, you know, some people being on the DL on an offsite construction and just, yeah, we can't be doing this. Can't be doing this. Can't be doing this. It's not right. I have a wife. Or like you'd have two people. We got two radios and found a construction site and like two different people uh, start like a radio drama (laughs) on, on, on the radios. And hope someone just happens to turn on a tune in of just, I mean, I told you what happened last time. Can't happen again. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not filming again till I think the third, the third. So not that uh, is that next week already? Yeah, it's next week. God damn it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Where's the time go? It feels like this summer has barely existed. 
Um, not that I really take much stock in summers now that like I'm an adult and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a doesn't mean time off or anything, mm-hmm. but it's something where I do notice that I don't know. I enjoy the weather for the most part. Uh, don't really get to go to the pool much, the community mm. pool, but still, you know, it's, I haven't jumped in a pool at all this year. Eh. It's weird. I just go to my parents and go in the pool and float there by myself alone. Yeah. Kane Ono, uh, you still follow modern wrestling, Roman? I do. I've been enjoying the G1 climax on uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's fantastic. Um, WWE, I mean, I keep up with the results. I don't really watch it. AEW's great, but yeah, still a fun time. Um, but yeah. I actually thought I would probably die before I ever lived to see a post Vince McMahon WWE, yet here we are. Now that he's stepped down because ahead of whatever bombshell story is coming out about him next. So eh. humanity. Wait, this thing, this, this radio can plug right into the soundboard. Right into the soundboard. Yeah. Like I can't hear anything right now. I'd have to go get a pair of headphones. Hey guys, you hear anything on the, uh, on your end? Let us know. Um, and RIP to headphone users if you do. a whole bunch of noise. Yeah. I don't know if this is making noise or not. Oh, wait. I have channel. Nope. Nothing. Can't nothing. hear anything. Okay. Wait. I have to turn the channel on. Ah, there we go. Okay. Anything yet? Anything yet? Anything yet? Anything yet? Anything yet? Turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah, they're here right now. Too loud. Enough of that. Yeah, this is going to be fun editing tomorrow. <laughs> but, eh. Well, now it's still searching for channels again. It says we can hear it now, but not you talking. Really? Oh, maybe they were. I mean, these comments are on now, a slight lag. So yeah. maybe right then all they heard was radio. No, yeah, I we can hear you now. I don't want to search. There we go. Ugh. <clears throat> Very nice. Podcast. Mullen texted me. Yeah. Nick Mullen. And he, all he did was ask, like, what's my August look like? And I sent him a screenshot of my Google calendar and then he didn't reply. So yeah. I know they're building the set for the Adam Freeland show. And, Doesn't he uh, hate that it's being called the Adam Freeland show? I think Adam Freeland hates that. It's yeah, that's what the I Adam mean. Adam Freeland like, show. But I'm happy that Nick isn't walking away from that paycheck because that's what was my original thought. Oh my God. They were just going to walk away from it. So. Uh, they're not, and I think from the show, they're building it in Manhattan. They're getting an office in Manhattan, which I feel bad that I'm so, that I'm happy about that. Cause it's selfish on my part because the bus goes to Manhattan. Yeah, It's easier to that get means to. I don't have to take the train to Brooklyn. Yeah. Cause yeah. that was a thing of where I'm like, okay, I intellectually, I know how to do the subway, but 
I can't control any of that. I mean, granted, I can't control Manhattan at all, but I mean, there's but a different Manhattan is, is like, it's so much fun. Like for me, like, cause I like efficiency. I yeah. love walking in Manhattan. Yeah. It's like, where are you going? And it's all a grid. And it's just all a grid. Go there. And it, everybody else is trucking. Yeah. And then there's somebody, and you just keep on going. Yeah. It's literally designed like Los Santos in a GTA game. It's just, you keep walking and, you know, grid, grid. You can almost see the thing lit up in front of you, the pathway. So it's nice to have that. And I I don't like, I don't like in Manhattan doing a zigzag thing on streets. I like going all the way. If it's on an avenue, I like going all the way to that avenue, turning and walking all the way to that. Manhattan is only like a few, like, is it two miles? Not entirely sure. I'm surprised, like, is it such a dumb thing to say, but I'm surprised how small Manhattan is. Like, Considering even though, the amount of people I, I think there. I think when we went to lunch afterwards, was it like 45 minutes of walking? Yeah, ish. ish. From the Jacob Javits Javits Center, Center to, to the, the Korea Korean barbecue yeah. place, um, which was just wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it was something where, yeah, it was something like 45, we passed the Empire State Building. Um yeah. Now I need to know, like, I don't want square miles. I want miles end to end. The only reason Manhattan. Peter Belfleur. The only reason to go to Manhattan is Sunshine Laundromat, a coin-op laundry with a bar hidden in the back full of an amazing collection of pinball machines. That oh, sounds nice. like a speakeasy. It's very nice sounding. How long is Manhattan? <laughs> The Woody Allen film Manhattan is two hours and yeah. oh, it's thirteen miles long, huh? But only two and a half of two point three miles wide. I always heard the, the northern national average is five. Yeah. yeah. So thirteen miles is a day hike. So that would take you the majority of the day to walk from end to end to walk thirteen miles. Yeah. Of city traffic, but hopefully, uh. 34th and Madison where the bus drops off is I don't know what neighborhood that is. Yeah. I wish I knew. It's, mo- you're near enough to the empire state building. So you are downtown. You're like, it's pretty Mid- midtown midtown. Is that more? Midtown? I want to say midtown, Yeah, but I'm not entirely sure. Like my, it's funny. My mom basically grew up in all five of the boroughs moving from one to another. And it's mm-hmm. like, I know nothing of New York architect or geology mm-hmm. geography geography what on earth but um confused since it's on blah 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 laundromat is in brooklyn down the bronx probably it's on manhattan avenue probably pretentious you went to the bar through a fake dryer door that opened that's that sounds like some omega omega mart oh speaking of i need coffee what is your what is the geology Manhattan. Yeah, I have no <laughs> geology. Oh. Uh, crack rocks. I don't know. That's terrible. <laughs> White collar crime. White collar crime. Uh, the guy with the tree service is coming in. It's not, isn't coming here until. No, he's going to be here early. He's going to be here at 730, which means I need to be up at 715. To go move the cars away from the tree, it's gonna get taken down. And I'm gonna try to go back to bed after that. God, is it still gonna be like 75 degrees tonight? That means I have to sleep with the air conditioner on again. That means I have to sleep with my earplugs in again. 
Ugh, I don't like air conditioners. Okay, oh, that's Stanhope, New Jersey, not here. That's 63. I can. Okay, so tomorrow night it's gonna says low is gonna be 63, but still at night it's gonna be it'll dip into the 60s at three in the morning. But no, I mean I'm gonna have to run the AC again tonight. Uh, Nerdy Hillbilly says manufacturers need to bring back beige on beige. Yeah, they do. The only one who does it still at Ford on the on the XLT Lobo. It's 150. It's Wolf in Spanish. Yeah. Interesting. My uh, grandfather he used to wrestle in Puerto Rico under the name El Lobo. <laughs> <laughs> if only, if only, who's that? That there was a Marvel character named Lobo. Oh, yeah, the, the, I want to say he drew, he had a motorcycle. Yeah, like a space motorcycle. Yeah, and I guess he was pretty much either like a Deadpool type or a spawn type or you know duke nukem yeah weather people are saying weather again dc character oh it's just austin <laughs> sherlock saying weather oh we missed a super chat a little oh we did miss super esker chat? outcome asks thought of an rcr character like name gary the girth gustafson <laughs> do with that what you want uh, what you will the girth but make it gustafson Make it very gay and filthy. <laughs> Bobby Bustamante. Bobby Bustamante. <laughs> yeah, there was this car we were going to do, and then uh, it turns out the car didn't run or was a piece of junk. So it was a very good Bobby Bustamante type person. I mean, um, when I think of a Bobby Bustamante, I just think of Ricky from Trailer Park Boys, like that type yeah. of character. <laughs> Uh, thinking of you, uh, you thinking of Staten Island, huh? Oh, it's oh, a response somebody to somebody else. else. Okay, I'm, I'm getting more coffee. Coffee. So, I, I don't know. I I went to this flea market on Sunday, and there are a lot of people wearing these very boomerific shirts that feel like they're being saucy with regards to how I'm trying to find ways that make me sound like I have a sense of humor and I'm also attractive where the shirt is like, Oh, I'm, this is my, it's not a dad bod. It's a father figure or, you know, um, I'm so hot. You're going to have to cream aim. And it's just one of those weird things of, uh, people wanting to have these very jokester style shirts as I wear my own jokester child style shirt. Um, but I don't know. There's nothing quite like flea market fashion because mm. it's hilarious in its non hilarity. I don't You've been going every weekend. Yep. Wow. Making sales, making soaps. I mean, it's, it's mostly my girlfriend's side of things, but it's something where like I support it and it's, um, with my man labor that I hardly even do because <laughs> <laughs> like the only thing that I could do is get in the way I yeah. feel like for the most part. So I'm just like, Oh, well, if you need to go, I'll just hold down the fort here. So blah, blah, blah. But, um, Brian yeah. question about your script process for the videos. How do you decide what voice to use? For a certain line. Well, when Nick and I are writing the scripts in the coffee shop or 
whichever coffee shop it is. Yeah. Um, we will run the scripts by each other and sometimes the voice will change or we'll get an idea Yeah. or it'll be based on like Janet Biddle was based, is based off of a bunch of ladies that uh, old, like the old ladies contingent. Um, and that line that I had this character, Janet Biddle say, I prayed to God that the right person, I prayed, prayed to God that the right person would buy our house. And that person just showed up one day. <laughs> that was a word for word line. That's that this old lady said, <laughs> um, whose name was not Janet Biddle, but that was perfect. And that went in the margins. And there are, I, and I've been doing this recently where I'll come up with a line and it'll be after, because we, we're, we still each do writing after we meet together to write, sort of finalizing things. And sometimes we don't have the chance to sort of run voices by each other. Um, and so I'll like write it into the script, like a, a delivery suggestion. So, mm -hmm. you know, the, which was it? The C5 Corvette where it gets very existential at the end. I'm just like, well, I don't know, get the, 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 vor the very sentimental sort of like the nostalgia voice mm. so that the, um, the emotional resonance of it kind of lands more. Um, but for the most part, like I just kind of leave it to Brian cause he tends to know better how to use his voice than I do. Oh, thank but, you. well, but it's also one of those things where like, there is a certain, like, I, I don't know if I would necessarily call it envy, but it's just like, because your voice can do so much that's funny it's oh, like thanks. i almost want to <laughs> like keep experimenting with the things that i can do and so yeah i remember our tv tropes page talks about like how you have a surprising range um i i guess i, I mean that was something well, th where, thank you for the compliment yeah uh, i wish i was uh, i wish my 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 mimicry abilities was because i can't do accents i can't do accents and i can't do celebrities i can't do celebrities at all so, i cannot uh, do celebrities and my ability to do accents to, is entirely situational sometimes i mean that roman and you that i did the one time where i was trying to do a new zealand accent the entire time see i can't it's one of those things where sometimes i can do it sometimes i it's just awful so um i can't even do like local regional accents like coal mine mm. town freaking accent or like a you know even something like you know one of my things oh here's here's a clip of greg international i can't play but we'll play the audio uh talk about accents when you're gonna hear the difference between uh greg is a friend of ours who's a pilot and uh he started doing pilot voice oh hiker calling me hawk cole over the next few weeks our contractors will be using drones to inspect power lines in your area activity will be limited to power lines and drones will not be used in any way to cause privacy concerns this method of power line inspection allows us to be more efficient and safer as we work to keep reliability high if you have questions please call us at 1-800-342-5775 repeating message hello this is ppl electric utilities with an important message yes sometime over the next few weeks yes. our contractors will be using drones to no. power lines in your area no activity will be limited to power lines and drones will not be used in any way thank you privacy concerns 
this method of power line inspection allows us to be more efficient and safer as we work to keep reliability high. If you have questions, please call well, us. Well, this thing just keep going. 800-342-5775. Thank you. Goodbye. Oh, that, that goodbye was awesome. Goodbye. That's like a goodbye you would hear. Like, it's it's been an honor. Like, it's been an honor as your president or something like yeah. that. Or, or the captain announcing that the ship is going down yeah. and we're all comprehensively fucked. Yeah. It's been what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of pilots uh greg's pilot voice so this is you'll hear him go from normal voice to uh pilot voice now the radio that he's on helps okay, yeah, do it under pressure now. <laughs> yeah you can no no i can't yeah you can all, yeah you can all right you're going into san antonio where'd you fly last Dude could probably do numbers on TikTok applying yeah. that voice to different situations. He could. He could. Like Just like pilot, pilot pilot voice talking about things. Yeah, pilot breaks up with you <laughs> after, you know, four years of marriage or something. Yeah. All right. It's like uh I can't even do Tony that. Airlines kind of has a pilot voice. He he has a younger voice. He's younger, so he has a younger voice. Yeah. Tony, if you're listening, baby money. Or plain money. You just start an Instagram or TikTok pilot voice. Pilot voice. Just, Never just have pilot to see voice. your face. Never have to see Not your face. Not once. You just looking at stuff. Get two of these radios, and just record one into the other. It's a much better plan than my original suggestion of starting an Instagram page called Planuses, which is just I'm the giving, rear I'm, ends I'm, of planes. I'm giving you gold here. It's gold. You can make it happen. Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna send him a, a, a voice text. Where is he? Where are you at? Oh. I know he's home because he pumpkined out. He used up all his hours, so he's off for the rest of the week. Nice. Hey, Tony. A uh, 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 million dollar idea here for like TikTok or your Instagram or something like that. Uh, you just do pilot voice. Like pilot voice describes things. and Your, your face doesn't even have to be on it. You just take uh, two of the radios, like the radios we use on RCR. You record one into the other. It makes a pilot voice sound. And you just describe things. Just describe things. Yeah, pilot of, describes water bottle. Yeah. Pilot describes pilot. coffee. Pilot describes uh, TikTok. Oh, sorry. Uh, pilot orders McNuggets and a Whopper. Pilot orders McNuggets at, at yeah. Or uh, pilot, pilot, well, okay. Uh, there's rules surrounding like filming your own babies. <laughs> anyway, uh, there, million dollar idea. 
I'm going for an hour and seven minutes. ASMR takes flight. Yeah. ASMR takes flight. But yeah, I think like once you're a pilot, whether you naturally have the ability to develop a pilot voice, you sort of develop one anyway to where it almost sounds natural. It's kind of like, well, I do wonder if like regional newscasters have to learn how to do the newscaster voice Mm -hmm. that is not regional at all. Like today a man was shot and then yeah american general or yeah something like that uh this one uh the one kia uh good afternoon mr regular are you planning to install a 30 amp 40 amp or 50 amp splits please circuit i don't know what that means i have no idea either the, the electrician he sent me an estimate and i'm like yeah whatever great good all right <laughs> and greg was here and we're like yeah whatever great good just run the line mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the electrician who we discovered on some previous live stream so yeah he came by and uh and then just sent me the estimate and like like most of the cost is just the eight gauge wire it's going to have to run from the box out here to the garage we're gonna have to dig up dig a trench in the backyard to bury it. Wow. So that's where the labor is really going to come in. Yeah. He was against, uh, uh, Russell was again, Russell, the electrician was against buying an entrenching tool. And Greg's like, we should really just rent an entrenching tool. I don't feel like digging all afternoon. Oh yeah. But then, but in Russell's defense, it says, uh, an entrenching tool could cut your existing wire. That's out there. We don't know where that wire is in the yard. So, but on the other hand, renting an entrenching tool is like 150 bucks a day. So, like, where's the cost? I mean, if if we find out, oh, it runs here, and we can just run an entrenching line that's going to take, you know, 20 minutes as opposed to six hours of digging in this heat. Yeah, and well, we're not going to do it in this heat. But, but yeah. to your point, yes, yes, yeah. six hours outside. I got shit to do. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's probably a great workout but also it's like see i i would then if like we're gonna be digging i'm gonna hire i'm gonna hire like a local kid yeah a hundred bucks i'm gonna pay him a hundred bucks help us dig this yeah so i could either do that or i could automate it you know either way i'm spending the money eight gauge wiring is good for up to 40 amps of service yes you see my kia nairo yeah we're putting in a 40 amp thing because the Kia Niro only takes 32 amps. So we need, obviously you wouldn't put in a 30 amp because the Kia Niro is going to pull 32. Yes. And there's no just 32. You always want this. I know you always put in extra. So. Uh, blah, 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 blah. blah. I have a whole bunch of like stick on glow in the dark stars over there in that garage. Uh, garage. What am I talking about? Drawer. Uninetwick at what length? Uh, 150 feet. That's how far we have to go. Oh, there's gonna be parasitic loss after the. Yeah, no shit. Well, why don't you do this and run it out to your? No, I'm not running a charger out to the street. It's going in my garage. One guy says, I used an electric garden tiller to dig. Does a good job unless you got a lot of rocks in the ground. Yeah, it's Pennsylvania. It's rocky soil. Yeah. Yeah. Christopher X says, get a trenching machine. The fuck do you think we were talking about? I think he just got here. I think. Oh, you're right. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Hmm. Uh, what's this? 
Saturday, we're taking the Corvette back. We're supposed to have lunch with Mike Spinelli, but he's going to be out of town. Um, 150 dig is hard. 150 feet of digging is horrible, horrible work. I believe. Yeah, it. I believe it. That's why. Yeah, it's there is no good solution to any of this because yeah. like the trenching tool will technically make it easier, but it's like you said, it comes at the risk of possibly severing a wire that's already out there. But also the digging, you know, who's to say the same thing won't happen when you're digging if you shove the shovel down there hard enough at one mm -hmm. time and you just hit something. Eh, I don't know. There's no good answer to no. other than that. It's work that needs to be done one way or the other. So. Yeah. Blech. And when it's done, it's done. So then my charging time goes from two days to eight hours. That is a huge cut because I, I imagine that's the barrier of, mm, barrier of entry for a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. They're just like, eh, well, you know, but eh. Got I it. thought about like while we were doing this, you following me in the Naira over to the hospital <laughs> where there's an, the only level two charger in the area. Yeah. We just let it sit on that for a few hours while we podcast and come back. Now I get a little bit more electricity, but we only pod, we're only here for a maximum of two hours. Yeah. And it would take, you know, eight hours to fill up. And so, eh. I mean, it's like, I don't understand. Did Tesla just make an exclusive deal with Wawa that they, such that they uh, don't have charging for anyone else? Yes. Yeah, it it's just strange. But then again, I don't have time to sit around a Wawa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's going to be charging at home anyway. Scott T. Baggin says, eight hours is an insane time. What do you mean? That's overnight. I suppose That's so, overnight. Yeah. That's while you sleep and you wake up the next morning and your car is charged. Uh, don't you have a Walmart nearby? Yes, I do. Most have an electrified. Not this one. Not this one. Where and plus, that? what am I doing now? Now I'm at the Tilden Shopping Center. What do I hang out at the... There's nothing you to can do. go to the army surplus <laughs> store store and I could hear the stimulating conversation in the army surplus store <laughs> that I'm sure is nicely nuanced. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, you're going to get very layered or opinions. the Cabela's or the Cabela's, you know, or you can go to the cigars international and smoke so a now cigar I get to walk through like five or six parking lots. Honestly, the Cigars International is probably the chillest place there. Probably is. We went there before. And, yeah, it's great. Uh, they do have some bar food. They, I think uh, I picked up some hikers, and they said they had a decent charcuterie. Yeah, that play, they, I love charcuterie. Yeah. So imagine that. Charcuterie, a little cigar, a little beer, a little whiskey. I think they only have beer. I don't think they have liquor. Maybe they do have liquor. Landed charcuterie isn't always as satisfying as airline charcuterie, though. Just the fact that you're having charcuterie in the sky. I know that rule. I, I hope that American brings that back. And yeah. Zoe, Zoe Kitchen charcuterie plate. Oh, fuck. Oh. Just thinking of that. It has hummus, too. Yeah. It has hummus. It has all, all the meats. It has all the cheeses. Comes with grapes and fruit. And it doesn't look like a lot of like, oh, the, the, our charcuterie play isn't going to fill me up. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And then, and then guess what? It's time for motherfucking ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah. I am just like, uh, I am so nicely satiated by the time I land in LA when they had that. And now they don't. Yeah, I remember. I just want to fly American and get that hot fudge Sunday. Otherwise, Delta. Yeah, let, the last few times I've been on American, and this is like in the in the current age, uh, they did not have the hot fudge Sunday. They had the self serve 
The little um, like Ben and Jerry's tubs. The little one with the plastic spoon. And even that takes me back. That's good. That's that's good. You that's know, little hugs good. takes me back to T-ball. I am perfectly fine with the ultra super hard ice cream that makes you work in the beginning. Yeah. But then in the middle, it's a perfect consistency. Yeah. And honestly, it stays hard to the very end. You have that sort of like small hockey puck of the thing <laughs> floating around in, uh, in cream at the bottom. Yeah. And I'll still work with that. It keeps me busy throughout the plane ride. Yeah, when we went uh, to Portland, my girlfriend had never done like first class before, yeah. and so I'm like, just don't worry if you're not full. We're getting ice cream after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, where? Fucking up here in the <laughs> sky. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, but you got you guys were like a row or two back. Yeah. Or, um. So how did she? That was that her first time up up front. Yeah, and I to be fair, I slept most of it because I always do oh, okay. on the plane. But um, but, but we were near. Easy to sleep up there. Easy to sleep up there. Plenty of leg room. Very yeah. relaxing. And I mean, granted, there was a baby diagonally across from us, but it was a very quiet baby Excellent. until it was time to land. So mm -hmm. no complaints there. Either that or I was so dead to the world that I just didn't hear it at all. But yeah, I don't remember it either. Yeah. yeah so. But I remember I'm not very much a vinaigrette guy, but their vinaigrette was like insane for mm. their salad. It was literally Newman's own. But I'm like the Newman's own on land doesn't taste. I imagine it's maybe a psychological thing of just, yeah, because everything is in the sky and it feels almost wrong. And I mean, Lord knows, like I, I can't really often afford to go first class. So when I have the chance to do it, like it's great, mm -hmm. but I fucking flow home coat or flew home coach. Cause I'm just like, you know, whatever. It's not long enough for me to actually get, you know, whatever. Cause we, we had a stopover or, or a flight yeah. or I did anyway in, uh, Austin, Dallas, but somewhere. Yeah, oh, wait, no, Texas in Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, you had to go to Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. My way back was Dallas or, or something. All I know is I was, I was enough. I was hardly any time between planes. I was just in out and I was on the sky. Yeah. Uh, on the way back. <laughs> uh, people are talking about the little ice creams with the little spoons, the little spoon, the yeah. little tongue depressors that they yeah. do for the ice cream in school. Yeah. And you get yeah, the little that somehow makes it taste better. Yeah. I don't know how Yeah, it's already like sweating by the time it gets to you. Yeah. Like the ice cream. Yeah. It has that layer of frost around it. That's yeah. Just, you know, just like, yeah. Like I go to pull out the little thing and it's has that satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you go to lick the thing and it's nice and smooth yeah. on the back because it's a waxy type paper. Um, <laughs> splinter flavored ice cream. I mean, that's pretty much what it is because it's, you know, Bob says eating airplane food on land is weird. Cause yeah, it is overseas. Very much. so. Uh, Alton Brown was talking about when you're at altitude, um, you're, you have less taste. Hmm. Cause the airplane is kept at like 8,000 feet. Like right. it's not pressurized to sea level. It's pressurized to 8,000 feet. Like you're in like in some higher areas of Colorado. So right. um, that's why you get drunk faster oh. on planes. And maybe people get extra dumb because they're a little bit of oxygen, but that also means it's easier to fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, Don't I know it. And sometimes I get good riding done on planes, but most of the time I'm just, uh, duh. And I queue up, uh, dune again dude yeah that dune. dune is a great movie to like just zonk out yeah i like dune my stuff i like uh top five top five uh top five movies i always rewatch on planes number one dune number two casino royale casino royale nice number three inception mm. 
Number four, fuck. Uh, I don't think they have. Did they have Ghostbusters? Like the original Ghostbusters? I do not I recall. I remember I watched the the new Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. And I think we talked about that. Like, a if you're going to make a fan service movie, make that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Shoot. There was another one. Um, what was my fifth go-to movie? You ever watch a rival? Amy Adams and no, what's Jeremy that? Renner. It's basically like for lit nerds or language nerds, but basically aliens like land in and, and they're just in a ship and they don't do anything. And then uh, kind of a District 9 type thing. But in this one, they send a linguist up there or I forget the actual term for it, but mm-hmm. she tries to create or she tries to deconstruct their language so that we can communicate with these aliens and figure out why they're here and what they want. And it's just fascinating the way that it's, it's just very, I don't know. It's so rich and deep and it's the same director as uh Dune. It's Denis Villeneuve. Mm. And I think it's something that can actually uh, be instructive in a way in terms of, you know, tolerance and relation, but also it has a great story to it, you know? uh oh hackers that's a great movie oh yeah or, or rather i should say it has a great soundtrack i haven't actually seen hackers um my girlfriend loves it but that actually came up a few days ago of just like you know i've never actually seen hackers before and it's one of those quintessential 90s movies like i don't know reality bites and uh now i can't think of like quintessential 90s movies what like empire records Mm. can't hardly wait high high fidelity high fidelity i want to say it was either 99 or 2000 high fidelity yeah you can always go clerks clerks uh freaking mall rats yeah all those movies that's my favorite kevin smith movie um although a lot of people probably say dogma's better and maybe it is but probably a better like story probably but Yeah, Mallrats really, I mean, they're all screwball comedies, but it's interesting to see a thin Matt Damon. Wait, I mean, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, yeah. yeah. There's something very, I mean, he is perfectly cast as a complete douchebag in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Um, dead mall rat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that whole thing with uh, freaking, you know, uh, the, the Ethan Suppley trying to figure out the the optical illusion mm-hmm. it being a sailboat uh i don't know it just captured so much of what it was literally like when you have a weekend open and you're like eh, let's just fuck around at the mall yeah. and then that's the entire day and there's hardly any real conflict in that movie yeah. but it's something where i kind of like those aimless yeah. kind of slice of life movies that mm-hmm. just capture a period. I try to think in the grand scheme of things of what movies most accurately capture their time period. And I feel like, you know, there's probably some John Hughes movie take your pick that really captures the eighties. But for me, I always think of like the first Terminator for the eighties, just mm. because there's so much of the aesthetic of that movie that really does. Mm-hmm. But for the nineties, I tend to think of like mole rats or something along those lines. Because Go. just, go oh crap i forgot about go yeah oh wow snap talk about a great soundtrack yeah Yeah. 
I swear. The like Philip Steer remix of Magic Carpet Ride. <laughs> Everybody was on that soundtrack. I could really go for a pool right now. Yeah. I'll go down to the ice cream place and stare at the guy who stares at people. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't your folks still have a pool? Or they yeah, they not? do. I could go over to my parents' house and like float around, I guess. Yeah. And like have a conversation with my dad that I had before. Oh, mm. yeah. Um, gotta go. Like, I could go to the gym, but you're leaving one pl one place where you're sweating to go to another, another place, place. That, I'm, that I'm sweating. Yeah. All I want to do is just cook dinner. We talk about ice cream, and I just want to eat ice cream. Yeah. Now it's like the freaking freeze is closed temporarily. Yeah. It's just. Uh, they should make a move hot, no air conditioning. Yeah. D, a childhood movie in 2022. And because because I have this myopic vision of childhood where you're cut loose. But today, do you feel cut loose as a kid? Yeah. I'd have to ask, you know, Greg's daughter, like, so what do you guys do? <laughs> what would you say you do here? What do teenagers or kids of any kind actually do? It's I feel like I've lost touch with anybody who's below age 21. Yeah, because I've I've I can't really ask my nephew about it because I guess I've entrenched him so deeply in my own culture that mm. it prevents me from learning anything about his. Right. So that he likes essentially all the same shit I liked growing up. Now, granted, that's because a lot of the same stuff is looping back around to being popular again. Uh -huh. But even before then, it's like, okay, you guys hang out, but where do you go? What do you do? Is it just the same as all this? You know, is it, is it really just like the 90s? You just go over to someone's house yeah. and stuff happens? I don't know. I don't know. I just it's go over to odd. Tom Mansell's house and jump in his pool. <laughs> and gosh, their parents moved away. He's coming to visit this week. Huh. So Tom's going to be back. Nice. Um, I forget why he's back because his parents sold the house, so they don't live here anymore. And if he's coming back, I mean, my, my first thought is wedding or funeral. He has a big, like hanging out with like, I know this is a dumb, like Catholic joke, but like, your Catholic friend. Well, I have two Catholic friends. Um, and them, it was just this uh, uh, sushi conveyor belt of wedding, funeral, wedding, funeral, baby shower, wedding, funeral, wedding, funeral, 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 wedding, wedding, combined wedding, <laughs> reception, reception, wedding. It, uh, like, like my buddy Tom, I think he owns a tuxedo. He said, fuck it. I'm buy I have to buy it. Like he's in so many uh like uh groomsmen stuff. It's like I, I need this suit. Or maybe it's not a tuxedo. I think well, I think he just has a really nice suit he has that he just wears. Of course, he also is like the director of something department at Iowa State University. So he does have like meetings and like like fiduciary fiduciary meetings and like grant writing and a bunch of stuff like that um 
Totsu says he could be coming back for those dreaded class reunions. I don't know why class reunions never happen in summer. No, that's why they always happen on like Thanksgiving. Yeah, I well, guess it's because everyone thing. You yeah. gotta, you gotta get. It has to be on a holiday. I, that everyone I graduated comes in the year two thousand, so the twenty fifth isn't going to be until twenty twenty five. So yeah, and I missed my twentieth. Or is it twenty twenty six? Or I mean, the zero count. Are we just going to do it on the twenty fifth because it's easier? Oh wait, next year is my twentieth. I missed my fifteenth. There we go. I was violently ill. Um, but yeah, it's, and even then it's like, what do you really go for? It's. I'm so selfish. If I go to, if I go to the, the, a class reunion, um, I'd need to roll up in something because oh, yeah. I'm still concerned with appearances because I'm making up for being a loser in high school. And just show up blasting roll out by ludicrous. Hell yeah. And just show up in a freaking you know, of course, know. everybody else, like even the people I didn't like, are probably all kids and married and dad bods and stuff. And I, and I guess the conversation will be, here's how YouTube works. I do that. I guess, yeah. That's the thing. I don't want to have that conversation, even though, because it's just, I don't know how to explain things in a way that allows people to make sense of it. Because most people, I feel like... Someone says, is our audio broken? Oh, uh, that was... I don't know. I don't know either. What I will say is that I'm going to pee quick. Okay. Um, be right back. Racing Mind says, dang, I'm late to the podcast. Nah, we'll keep going. I mean, literally, Ted Stoltz is editing the next review or the review after that or, or something. So there's really no reason I can't keep doing this. God, the coffee just isn't doing anything. But if I go to a class reunion, like, what am I going to do? Am I going to come up to people I knew who are mean to me in high school, like, Hey, you called me homophobic slurs 30 years ago. Let's talk about that. Now is that like, that'd be totally petty of me. Or if I said something like, I just want you to know that I remember that, but now I'm like bringing down the mood. So, uh, man, it's hot. Another week of this. I could print out more stuff. You know what I really should do? I have like the Blink, Electrify America, and ChargePoint all on my phone, but only Blink is hooked up. All the other one, the other two, I still didn't put in my like credit card information. That's what I really should do when I'm done with this. That way, I've got the three major ones in Pennsylvania covered. Charge Point, Electrify America, and Blink. Um, Boz says, aren't class reunions just for those who peaked in high school? That's how I feel. I generally feel it's like for people who didn't peak in high school and want to show how much better life is now. Yeah. And how much like hotter they are now than the people who were hot then. <laughs> but I don't even know if that's necessarily the case. It's, um, yeah. But... Uh, Fang Appeal, you absolutely have the right to go and confront individuals who called you those type of slurs. I have fantasies about doing that, but what's hard to not fantasize is what happens in the five minutes after that. Now we've got the rest of the night to look at each other in the same room, <laughs> drinking the same yingling. Yeah. And then like in, in my fantasies, I, I and in the full, you know, jerk my dick off fantasy. Oh, I think... Uh, 
press F to pay respects. Oh Thank dear, you for doing this. F. We just lose up. It seems like it's back. So okay, right. Bob seems says F. 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 They're saying oh, F. Here we go. Let me turn A little up the buffering. Volume. We may be back. Everybody have fun tonight. There Everybody we go. Wang Chung. I'll keep yep. that going. Yep. Everybody, Everybody Wang Chung tonight. Everybody gather good tonight. And then we go around. And then we mow the lawn. And we gotta mow it before the other guy. Don't wanna be the only guy in the neighborhood with the long lawn. Long lawn, and then we go and find a thing, and then we get the long lawn, and then we long lawn, long lawn, long lawn, long lawn, long, long lawn, long, long lawn, long, long lawn, long lawn. Ding dong, long lawn, on bong, jong mon, Ed Helms. Ding dong, Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Dicks. 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 Dicks, 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 x, x, um, e, up, up, down, down, up, he get 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 up, 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 he get up, he get Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Sharia law. <laughs> Sharia law. <laughs> a B A B selects. A B A B A B O A B. Where's my base? Where's my base? This is just base. Just base. This is just base. Just base. 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 Ace. Base. Full treble, full treble. Where's my reverb? Get me on the feedback. 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 Get me on the fe
get me on the feedback 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 you really not is this not working oh no no i turned it down during the get me on the feedback this is the thing this is the thing that we yeah it's good stuff it's good stuff Yeah, it's good stuff. I feel like someone really well. No, I said that already. Someone really talented can probably make a mix out of that. That's right. I can probably turn this down now. Uh, so, has anyone actually seen? Well, I mean, I imagine a lot of people who aren't me have seen uh, Top Gun Maverick. And if it's if you have, is it really as good as people say? Because it's looking at a Best Picture nomination right now, which is a very odd thing to think about. But sometimes when a blockbuster is really that big, sometimes the Academy has a hard time ignoring it. And mm. yet I'm like, it's Top Gun 2. Like, I, I, I don't even know what to do with that. It's like a handful of sequels. Not even a handful. It's like maybe three sequels. If ever. Yeah. Didn't die too hard like last time. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, Die Hard is another uh, one we're never getting again. Uh, and we're back. And we're back. So, yeah, I mean. Hey, the VCR type tearing is back as well. Very good. Mr. Regular, I'm blaming you for my terminal ska addiction. Good. Ska's life? Uh, from the Avenger. What was the song? I can't remember what we did. Um, it's YouTube, not the stream. Okay. RCR meetup three, probably never. I just did like, I don't know how I can be entertaining, like in front of a whole bunch of people. It would have to be at some other event. Yeah. I mean, like I would love to do another RCR meet, but my concern is all with, you know, the, the logistics of it all. Emotionally, I can't handle a bunch of people who are just coming to see me. It, it was fun. I sort of disassociated. In, in the first couple of meetups when I was there and um, I'd have to say, Hey, I'm going to be at this event. Come say hi. Uh, Box fossil says, dude, I need a reason to travel to central PN central PA to get sheets. Well, okay. Obviously we can't do it now because the only hotel in the area is, is like at minimum capacity with like a, a totally understaffed. So there's no place to sleep around here. Yeah. So it couldn't really be in like Southern Skokum, Northern Berks. You'd have to have it. Eh, some other place with a bunch of hotels. Like why I'm missing has some space. Um, but again, like, look, I went to steel stacks and had a fun time pretending to be Corvette guy. Yeah. But I don't like car shows anymore. I mean, I, I like the idea of them, but at this point, I've driven so many cars. I've seen so many modifications, and they all start blending together. And when I'm at a car show, I just want coffee, and I want to sit down. Yeah, It's like it's in scratchy land, where it's either Patty or Selma or both, and like, oh, look, a bench. <laughs> uh, this is the what I want to do. I just want to sit down a little bit. The reason I would want... Uh specifically rcr car meet is because when i do go to car shows they're all like they're not stuff i'm interested in seeing whereas anytime we would do one we'd actually get interesting cars 
you know, AMC shit, mm-hmm. sob shit. Yeah. It's like that good, good. But also I understand like it's different for me because I'm not put upon in the same way. Right. Uh, so that's not really something that I was necessarily going to be like, Hey, we should do this. It's just, yeah. You get to lay back in the cut or as everybody follows me around. Yeah. And that's where and I, that's, which is just beyond, I could not imagine. It was fun in the beginning. Like, Hey, wow. People really like me. And now I like understand it. And now I'm like, like you guys drove so far to like hang out with us. And now there's like 20 people following me and I, I'm not that funny. Yeah. I just want, I, I rather, I like being a second stringer in the group. I don't like leading a group unless it's something I know a lot about like skiing or that's it. Yeah. So, um, or if I have something to teach you or like we're talking about English literature, but that's been more of a collegiate setting. Um, RCRs. cause what, cause what is a car show? It's just a whole bunch of opinions and people agreeing with you. Um, spin faster says, saw you discussing your recent irony EV purchase. I yearn for the day where I can transition to EVs. A lot less service to deal with. Only concern is degrad. De- de- uh, de- it's hot, isn't it? It is hot. Battery degradation. Um, yes, that is a thing. And I'll let you know how much my battery degrades over the next five years. And you'll have an idea. Maybe an RCR booth at, at an event. I can't imagine anyone offering. We tried doing that once at Carlisle. And like... Hmm. Uh, Frank Little says, how many people are entered to win the dad vet? I don't get to see those numbers. Wish I knew. Yeah. Hey, it's Brian from uh, Nashville. Oh, yeah, Nashville, Brian from the Art Fight podcast, yeah. which is, was discontinued. Um, There's nothing more frightening than a group of people that all agree on something. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, you get that hive mind echo chamber mm-hmm. thing. Uh, yeah, that's about the only thing left holding me back and a lack of charging infrastructure in the deep South at this point with, uh, EV charging, most people just charge them at home, myself included. So I have yet to need, I have yet, even with level one, one ten charging that take two days to charge it. Um, I, my car just travels in a, in a like 50 mile radius from my house. Yeah. And that's done quite a bit. Yes. Uh, just that. There was a question that I wanted uh, that I'm just remembering that I meant to run by you, but you were out in the garage. But is there a scenario in which you would not recommend going no reserve on cars and bits? Or are you always just is that the first thing you're like, if you're going to put it up there, you got to go no reserve? Well, if you're listing it from someone else who has an emotional attachment to this car, it's like, I won't take less than bar. <laughs> Which is if you're if you, if you're gonna like I don't want to take less than this and like this was a father son project and <laughs> my father's dead, you really shouldn't be on those websites anyway. Yeah. Or if you have some crazy high dollar thing like a Ford GT mm. or a fourth gen Supra USDM manual with forty thousand miles on it, or a Halo car. If you have a Halo car you can understand putting a reserve. Yes. Putting a reserve on a, even something very cool, like a 2002 Toyota Tundra manual transmission, short bed, single cab, and you have a reserve price on it. It's like, I know you have something that's worth that, that the internet likes now, but quit being a dick. 
so, so like mint 1991 like sw20 or something just no reserve or like a what year 1991 so a fox body Around, what, what did you what do what what or like an mr2 oh okay uh an na1 you said yeah yeah mm. <laughs> natural aspirator no nah no don't do it turbo maybe 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 like if it's mint like under twenty thousand miles that like a mythic one sure sure um sw20s are great are they special not really it's one of my favorite cars but it's a 90s Toyota drives like a 90s Toyota. Yeah. Uh, do we have any more super chat questions? I don't think so. Uh, in the, uh, I'll do it. I'll double check. I wonder if, the, like, how much the podcast is going to be better if I'm sitting down and someone else is reading the chat. Oh, yeah. Like, we have our own uh, Jamie. producer. Yeah. yeah. First time I'm catching one of these live, new to the channel. Is that any? That's that was that, last that week. was that was last week. You're right. Yeah. Bitty 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 bum bitty bum bitty bum witty bitty bitty bum. I'm so wee. Uh, a whole bunch of remembers whens. It would be better if you went with a good friend from time to time. Oh, the high school reunions. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's that's all it is. Remember when you remember the time? I remember the time. I remember. Uh, uh, Leyland G doesn't have a question, but thank you for your donation. My favorite reviews are the are these like the first ones? Um, or, no, this, this one was about like one. a half hour ago, maybe. My favorite reviews are the Sebring and the other '90s Chrysler garbage because the way you describe painfully normal people who mean well but just have meaningless and mundane existences. Thanks. We got to do more of that stuff. Yeah, we do. Uh, not that well, I do kind of actively seek out like late eighties, early nineties, late eighties, nine all nineties, and yeah. then early two thousands. That's great. Uh Brian, question your script process, answered that. Manufacturers okay. need to bring back beige on beige, thought an RC our character name. Get okay, good. All right. Uh this person here asks, uh, good afternoon, Roman. Do you have a copy of your interview footage that was shot for the lady in the dale? It would be neat if you could get permission. Um, I asked, uh, I do not, and the director doesn't have it either because he gave all of his footage to HBO. So I'm in the vault in there somewhere. But um, I mean, it was a great documentary, like all four parts of it were great. And I was so happy to be involved, even in that like limited capacity, like, okay, I knew kind of intellectually, I would probably get cut from it, but it was still cool to be like asked to be in it by the same token. It's like, uh, the, um, AMC documentary that Joe Ligo is coming out with, like he asked me to be in it and I completely forgot because like I agreed and then I forgot to get back to him. And that's a thing where like, I feel so shitty about that because I, you know, I was deep in the sob thing at the time and trying to get that done. And so you end up kind of forgetting things and missing out on <laughs> other offers. You know, there are times. Oh, something happening. Oh, this is a uh, tone. <laughs> this is to uh, Tony uh doing his dad voice ordering stuff from taco bell oh hey folks uh let me get a medium baja blast 
cheesy uh, gordita crunch, and I'll take a big five-layer burrito. Thank you very much, and enjoy the ride. Mm-hmm. There's something a little bit – he's very different than Greg. Yes. Uh, Tony is a little bit interested in what he's saying. Oh, okay. Greg has the more – I've flown now, – now Greg has, you know, 100 – like 10 to 50 to 100 times more flight hours than yeah. Tony because Greg is going to be 45 this year. And Tony just turned 30. So huge difference in hours. Yes. Also international. So t- the Greg's b- done the big planes. Done. Yeah. So uh, we F again. We F a little bit. Um, yeah. Um, we're back. Okay. So Tony. Yeah. So, so Tony is. Greg has a way more disinterested. Total calm. Uh as Jocko Willink would say, detached, way cool, like a way cooler pilot voice. But with that comes from an extra, you know, 15 years of flying that he's like tens. I feel bad because Tony's watching, but <sighs> it, it's just different. He's an old, has an older voice. Yeah. Whereas a, a more to, Tony, Tony has not as much vocal fry. And you can tell Tony's thinking about what he's saying, whereas Greg, his voice is on autopilot. But then Greg comically drawn out the... uh, I can't do that. I don't know. Um, yeah, Brian Siskin, he's a pilot too. He says it's amazing how much you have to let yourself suck to get good at comms. What does that mean? It's amazing like, how much you have to let yourself suck to get good at comms. Like you have to not care about what you're talking oh, about. Oh yeah. Or that's what I imagine. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. Sorry. I got distracted by this person's question of in what car did you guys take your driving test? If I may ask, and I literally don't remember. 1994 Dodge Caravan is one of our earlier reviews. And that was the first car I took my driving test on all the soft spot for a second gen caravan. Mm. And you do not see them at all. They are gone, baby, gone, gone, baby, gone. You're gone, 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 and gone so long. I'm gone, gone, gone so long. Gone, 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 gone so long. What's that other song that was on Trailer Park Boys from the 90s? Something about soda. I do not recall. Something, it was very, very 80s. Sung by Kim something or other. Kim, Kim Mitchell. God, what was that song? And it's one of these like 80s songs that uh, Dave Grohl like he he didn't reference this song when he was with uh, the one guy from Tenacious D, not the other guy from Tenacious D. Sorry, uh, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. And it's one of these songs that doesn't bore, don't bore us. Start with the chorus. <laughs> one of those ages that is, something might as well soda and no one dies. Yeah, uh, go for us. Go. It's like go for a soda or just go for soda. I think it's go for soda. Let me see. I'd love to play it, but then we get pulled. Um. I had a weird dream last night in which you were trying to remember a song from the Mm eighties and 
it turned out to be that one Richard Marks song, like wherever you go, wherever you do. I have no I'll idea why this right came up. Yeah, yeah. Go. Oh, it's literally called go for soda. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I have no idea why that popped up and I don't even think that was necessarily a 90 song. I think it was like 91 or something or an 80 song. I think it was like 91 or something, but mm. I don't know who dreams about Richard Marks. What was, what was Mr. Big's song? Uh, be with you. Oh I'm yeah. The one who wants, wants to be with you deep inside. I hope you. you Feel, feel it too. Waiting on the light. On waiting on the last. Just to be the next to be. Yeah, that, that weird thing of hair metal doing acapella stuff. Yeah, the occasional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, did extreme. What More even, than words. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, what did their other music even sound like? Because it seems like that type of uh, thing where you get into a band because of one song they have, and then you buy their album and find out that's the only song that sounds like that. But yeah. I don't know what the rest of Extreme's catalog sounds like. Yeah, it's like people who bought, including myself, bought uh you can't stop the bum rush by len and like you have steal my sunshine and the rest is like this weird conceptual rap album <laughs> yeah that's I bought, like not great i bought chumbawamba's album because of uh tub thumping tub thumping and it, it's pretty good it's all kind of like that hmm. hell i bought eagle eye cherry's whole album and it's nice. pretty all right but that's the thing of i went into the I got in the habit of just buying whole thing. Like one of my favorite albums, uh, freaking where have all the merrymakers gone by mm -hmm. Harvey danger. And that, I just got that for flagpole sitting and ended up loving everything else on the album. Oh, yeah. So works out pretty nice. Uh, I think we're going to wrap this. Yeah. It was, it, we've been going almost two hours. So, you know, it's pretty good. Yeah. And so, yeah. Thank you everyone for joining us for the RZR podcast on this special Monday edition. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for your super chats, all of your nice questions and thank you for your Patreon and the support. And you know, you help us exist as a much larger channel than we actually are. Uh, giveaway for the C5 Corvette ends Wednesday, I believe. Yeah, Wednesday at 1159 PM. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. So be on the lookout for that. Um, we will announce the winner when it comes in. And um, this is the only podcast we're doing this week. So we will see you again next week uh, if everything goes well, provided there's no like any crazy mishaps. And uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, well, today's new video is on the Cadillac Cimarron. It is something people have been waiting for us to do for years. And so we finally done it. So thank you so much uh for all your support love you all have a great week